Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. What's up, world? This is your man, Nick Eden, and I am here with the talk of the... Gigantic disaster 
um, that would crumble us. Like, I think it proves, like, with two inches of snow, we had people in their cars for over 24 hours. And then, you know, I thought it was interesting that, you know, on the, you know, government level, a lot of people didn't want to take accountability. And then a lot of people didn't want to take personal accountability as well. Did you see where Al Roker and the mayor of Atlanta um, kind of headed out on TV? Right, right, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that 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 was a. Um, I mean, that was an event that shouldn't happen. Um, you know, hopefully this time this is a learning lesson for everyone, um, especially uh, dealing with uh, the government agencies down in you know in the south region of the states. Um, I mean, you know, we're not equipped for that. You know, we don't have like yeah. uh, truck you know, snow snow plows and all that type of stuff down here because we really don't experience things like that. The thing that got us was the dry ice. So yeah. watching those video clips and stuff like that, like you saw, um, I think it was a hill in Georgia where like um, um, cars were just sliding, you know, down the hill and hoping they didn't hit anybody, but some of them did, some of them didn't. And, you know, you just saw people just standing and getting out their cars and leaving them to walk home. I mean, that was, that was pretty rough, man. Yeah, yeah. So luckily, you know, we were safe. I got on time, and then I think, you know, Kevin, he was safe. So everybody that was like in the Atlanta area, you know, they made it through unscathed. So, and anybody that stood in their car, you know, you know, God bless you. Most definitely, most definitely. So, um, but next time, you know, hopefully we'll be prepared. I know, um, I know, it, it, you know over in the north region of Mississippi. The um, once like the snow was actually forecast on the weather. I mean, they prepared the schools for that. I know they did in Alabama as well too. They prepared the schools to let some of the people out. About listening to um, the station over in Alabama, they were um, the, the governor actually told you know the uh, you know the schools to you know we need to um, let everybody out of school about 12 o'clock, you know, before the snow hits so everyone can get home. These parents can come and get their kids so they can get home. So, you know, no one will be, you know, um, in a safety-type situation going on uh, at the school also. Um, and he also said that if the school district uh, made their teachers or anyone else um, at the school come to work, they will be um, 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 sanctioned, whatever. So... Um, I think everyone was, you know, really taking this, you know, serious. Uh, I don't know if there's any type of other weather coming along. I know. Um, yeah, it is t- uh, tomorrow night. Oh, okay. Well, um, mm-hmm. well, everyone be safe out down the road. Be safe out down the <laughs> I road think one thing I got from it that I would like to explore, like I would like the middlemen to explore, mm-hmm. is um, African American men in leadership. Um, he had a lot of backlash for Kasim Reed, the Atlanta mayor, where a lot of people thought he was this angry black man. And as he was on the Today Show and Good Morning America, and, and then he was, you know, thrown into, you know, the public, you know, the na- right. national spotlight during this emergency, right. a lot of people thought he was just this angry black man. And, and you know, and I heard him on another radio broadcast, you know, last week, and he was like, I was appalled by this. You know, he said, I did my job. He said, um, the, the news, 
you know, made like the Atlanta was, you know, in the statute, but he was like the part that he was responsible for, the city limits of right. Atlanta, was functional. And he was like right. so he was not responsible for the outlining counties, and he didn't understand why nationally and locally he was being put to blame. And so, uh, you know, I would like for us to explore, you know, black men in leadership, you know, in 2014, and, are, you know, are, are they still getting respect? Yeah, that's a good, that's a good, uh, that's a good scenario. I mean, um, even by me listening to, you know, uh, Mary, you know, um, on the radio, um, I mean, he's pretty much the same person to me from what I hear all the time. So it wasn't nothing, anything new, and that's his personality. I mean, he is about results. You know, he is about business and results and also helping the people. So, um, I mean, I can definitely understand, you know, how he feels that, you know, he probably was thrown to the wolves or put out there as um like the person that, that to to be blamed, you know, because black mm-hmm. Yes, definitely, definitely. So Al, will you tell us a little bit about what we're talking about today? Better prepare for it next time, I believe so. I believe so. So I know yeah. you had something um about the guy from um the Real Housewives of Atlanta, I think, uh, Apollo? Oh, yeah, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Well, um, Apollo, everyone who knows, is married to Phaedra, who is one of the cast members of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And apparently, Apollo, you know, I really am upset about Apollo because to me, Apollo was an underdog. You know, he spent a significant amount of time in prison um, for racketeering. He came out of prison, and he seems to have got his life together. He married Phaedra, who's a lawyer, um, and they have two beautiful children. They have this beautiful house in Buckhead. And, you know, you really think that, you know, he is a good example of, you know, turning your life around. Well, it comes to find out, like, a couple weeks ago, he has been arrested for identity theft, where he was stealing people's retirement checks, where he was having um, opening fraudulent car loans in people's names. Um, He was stealing things from people that were retired from Delta Airlines. Um, A numerous... Uh, numerous fraud um, accounts he was having that you know totaled more than three million dollars. So wow. I, you know, I just, I just, and I think it's already sad. I know you guys get on to me because I watch reality TV a lot, but Atlanta Housewives was supposed to be like among the classier ones. And this past week, when they got into a brawl, it just took it to a whole nother like just hood level, and I was really disappointed by that and by the show. Well, I mean. I think a lot of people, because um, I actually watched that one particular episode um, where the fight happened, um, and uh, I mean it was kind of strange, you know, as far as like when, when the people were talking about where did he get his money from? He's in the club just throwing tens and eighteens and twenties of thousand dollars from what he say, you know, in the club, you know, well strip club, excuse me, correct me, strip club, you know, where is he getting his money from? You know, he's definitely not getting it from his wife. You know, because, I mean, he made the statement, I have my own money. So, I mean, that should let you know there. I mean, he pretty much yeah. let it out the bag right there, possibly. You know? Well, you know, that, that led, that whole conversation with him saying that led to a very interesting conversation that I had this week with some of my coworkers and some of my girlfriends about, you know, Valentine's Day. And I guess that kind of leads into today. You know, right. uh, would you give your guy, like, maybe a night out 
to the strip club as a present for Valentine's Day? Like, what's a good present, like, in 2014, like, for your guy for Valentine's Day? And, you know, is that cool? Like, I know some girls are cool with it, some aren't. Um, Just, like, kind of like what they were doing on the show, some women were saying, you know, they weren't be cool with their boyfriends doing that or their husbands doing that. But then some people are. So I guess that kind of leads us in to talk about what we're going to talk about today. So go ahead, Al. Most definitely. So, of course, as you guys know, we're talking about Valentine's Day, the perception of it. This is part two. Now, we did part one back in 2009, and part one was actually out. So I don't know if everyone can hear. It looks like we're having a little technical difficulties. I can't hear Al. Um, so um, I don't want to go to a quick break, and I don't think they can hear you on the air as well. So if you can press um, us and take us into a break real quick, let's try to fix our technical difficulties. What you feel about it, Jim? Hello? 
I didn't hear, can you repeat your question? I didn't hear you. Okay, as far as what the real purpose of Valentine's Day, we all know that it's geared toward buying gifts, you know, buying jewelry, buying uh, chocolate, edible arrangements, things like that. So we see that, you know, towards the middle part of January, all the way up to you get to Valentine's Day. You see grocery stores, you see jewelry stores, they just broadcast it everywhere. So, of course, you know, guys, we don't, you know, we don't want no candy. No one want no edible. Well, I mean, you know, we'll probably eat the edible arrangement, but we don't want an edible, edible arrangement. You know, we don't want no rings or nothing like that. You know, it's, to me, the purpose of Valentine's Day for what I see now is not about how it used to be as far as expressing your overwhelming love for someone. To me, it's things as if it's about making these companies a little bit more rich, spending money on your wife. Because you know, they throw it in your face. You know, every commercial, <laughs> every other third commercial, you see another Valentine's Day commercial around this time. It's the same thing like well, this. I think that, well, I think that guys and girls are different. I, I think that, like, for girls, we like, you know, the rings. We like the, I don't even think, you know, we like the edible arrangements, but we like the edible arrangements delivered to our job. So everyone can see that, you know, you have someone that cares about you, and we like the flowers delivered to our job. And so that's kind of how girls are. But, like, for guys, you know, anytime you're getting guys a gift, whether it's Valentine's Day or Christmas or a birthday, I think it's more in, more that you've got to be in tune with what he likes. And if you get, like, if he's really into football and, like, he's into like Madden, like getting him like the the newest like Madden game out. Like he'll think you're super cool or like something that he likes to do. Not necessarily like the, you know, standard, you know, tie or standard, you know, like edible arrangement. Like getting in tune with, you know, what they like to do, whether that's like some, you know, points off at the gym or, you know, some exercise DVDs or whatever he's into, like, you know, catering to that and saying, like, I'm paying attention to what you like. Hmm. But, I mean, I guess that's, that's all really in them, giving, 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 giving. But is that the real purpose of Valentine's Day is to give? Yes, it's to show your appreciation of I think that you are special. I'm going to take this moment out and this day out to prove how special that I am and to prove, you know, uh, my love for you and to kind of put it on display and to remind you of my love. Sometimes we have to be reminded. Well, how come I can't do that on February the 12th instead of February the 14th? Oh, we can. You can. You can do that. But you're going to have to do it on Val. That's just like saying, like, I hope you're not one of the cheapo Christmas people. Like, well, you know, I'm going to get you your Christmas gifts after Christmas because they're cheaper. Please don't tell me you're one of those people. Uh, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. I'm looking at it as far as the purpose of Valentine's Day as it is today in 2014. Is viewed Everyone as, needs to be reminded of love. But is it about women being reminded of love or men being reminded of love? Or men is it need about, to remind themselves that they are lucky to have the special ladies in their life and that they need to be reminded that they need to take out time to acknowledge that special lady in their life with a gift. 
it's, it's the same thing, vice versa. Women need to do the same thing as well, too. Let their men yeah, know that they they're... Yeah, they do. They, they really do. Yes. But, but, do, but do the majority of women do that? Yes, they do. Really? I, I see. Yes. And this, this is what I see. And you can see it on TV shows. You'll see it to where the majority of what is portrayed on TV... As far as the purpose of Valentine's Day, men going to the store, buying a gift, giving to a woman. That's it. There's no reciprocation going on. Well, they can't show the reciprocation on television. Why not? Because you know what they, you know. No, I don't. No, I don't. Explain. I don't, I don't know. What are you talking about? Because, you... you know, y'all give a diamond and we give a goodie. The other goodie. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And that leads, and we're going to talk about that in a little while. We're going to talk about that as well, too. We're going to talk about it. So as far as in 2014, now, is, mm-hmm. is Valentine still relevant in this day and age as far as how it was in its 20 years ago? Um, I feel, think it's even more relevant. How would you say? Because I think that... With as I wish Kevin was here to you know because he'll have something to say against feminism, but you know chivalry and letting men be men is something that you know a lot of times I think is becoming lost uh, with the art of strong women. Not saying anything against strong women because I'm a strong woman as well. However, I think sometimes ladies forget to let a man be the man. Men like to be providers. Men like to be givers. And when you take that away from him because you're so strong and you don't let him open your door and you don't let him buy you dinner and you don't let him treat you in the way that nature has designed him to treat you, then, you know, it takes something away from relationships. And I think that Valentine's Day reminds us and gives men an opportunity to be chival. It gives men an opportunity to display their love in a way that maybe they, some men have a hard time displaying, you know, the rest of the year. It gives them an excuse to do that. And it gives a woman an excuse to allow herself the luxury of, of being treated how a man should treat them. And I think it is important to show displays of that in this day and age when sometimes that's lost. Hmm. So, uh, with your definition of a strong woman, um, can you explain it? Because you already know what yeah, I'm going to say cause about Because <laughs> a lot of times us girls now, you know, we're, you know, we're in the corporate world. We are on the same level as men. You know, we have to be, you know, fighters. We have to be strong. We have to do, you know, be equivalent, you know, I think in a career-based world to men you know, every day, and that means we have to put on a different kind of face in order to, you know, show strength to survive career-wise, I think, a lot of the time. And also, because we have single mothers out here, we have people who live in live in situations, you know, that aren't um, male-driven, they find themselves having to exert strength that, you know, maybe if there was a male-driven world, a male might assert. So, so that's a reason why. So... You know, I think that's the definition of, of strong. You know, someone who doesn't hold back that she might not have male influence. She, you know, doesn't have an excuse. She exerts herself where she needs to be. But women still want to be women, though. Okay, well, tell me this. Why do we always 
And I'm going to throw it out there. I don't, why, why is the whole conversation of there ain't no good men out there, though? When why is the whole conversation what? Like, the whole conversation of there ain't no good, acceptable black men out there, when there are some out there, if... Oh, they are. Forceful. I think but that... Forceful, it, 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 it wouldn't be that much of a question. Maybe it wouldn't be where are all the good black men are instead of where are all uh, the men that are ready for marriage. Because there are some good men out there that are just not ready for marriage. So where are all the men that are ready for marriage? Is that more of a bigger issue than where are all the good black men at? Yeah, I think so. I think that where are the men who are ready for commitment, where are they they at? And I think that a lot of women face that. And I think that a lot of men, especially black men, use this as an excuse. Because now, you know, they say, where are all the good black men? I don't hear women saying that. I don't hear them saying that as much. I know there's a lot of men out there that are afraid of commitment. And they're ready to, you know, hone in on any excuse that they can, whether that is uh you know, the women don't want us to be good men or they don't want us to do this or they don't want, they just want my money or da 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 da. And I think they use that as an excuse because they are commitment folks. And so, you know, that that's the problem. Why is, you know, did chivalry die because of feminism or did chivalry die because men killed it? And I think a lot of times men killed it. I don't think so. I think it's vice versa. And, I mean, yes, it has something to do with it as well, too, but it, but it all goes back to what, how you were raised. If you wasn't raised by a uh, a lady that wasn't bashing men, but who, even though she had negative experiences, she, she did not influence her son to have that same mindset, or her son didn't grow up thinking, well, I'm almost this way, I gotta be. Or, if that's all that that you saw as far as um, this guy have him, but I need to do it well too. So it's a lot that goes into that 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 whole particular conversation with this guy. Uh, maybe some of as far as how Valentine's Day is viewed is not like like how it was years Because I mean I you know you know yes I used to spend money on Valentine's Day. I mean it was like you know second nature. Going to the store, buying something different. I didn't buy jewelry now. That, that was something I did not do. Now, I I did mm-hmm. something creative, you know, within my relationship in the past. Yes, I did something creative for my significant others at the time. That individualized them. You know, no one got the same treat. You know, whoever I was with, I gauged it off their personality. But, you know, I mean, you know, guys are getting a bit more, you know, uh, you know, Different, growing up different. Some of the ladies are growing up different and guys are more creative and walk around this particular day. So, but is I it said, an excuse for you to say that because, you know, a lot of people who are cheapskates don't want to spend a little extra money on the day and they're like, why does it matter? It does matter. Okay. If it matters to your lady, shouldn't it matter to you? Put it this way. When, when the whole independent craze went on with, with Beyonce and all the, the, her followers, there you go right there. No, I don't need to buy you. 
somebody else. I'm going to give you what I want you to have. But I, what I felt was near and dear to my heart to you. Even if it's just a bag of chips. It's our love, ain't it? Yes, but that's not fair to punish your significant other because there was an independent craze going on. Because a woman says that, you know, I am independent. Just because she's independent and she can provide her own housing and her own car and pay her own bills doesn't mean that she does not want to be treated as a woman. But why would I want to buy someone a bracelet? She already got 10 bracelets at the house. Why do I want to buy her another bracelet? Why Why can't I just do something Because different? that bracelet is going to symbolize oh, you. Huh? It's going to symbolize you in that day. And every time she wears it, she's going to think about you and what you meant to her. What if she don't even like the bracelet? What if well, I, then you on. should be so in tune with your girl that you should know what she likes. And if she's into bracelets... You know, she's going to want a bracelet, and that's what you get. If she's into earrings, that's what you get. Or she's into, like I was talking to, you know, earlier, me, I would like a, tic- I would like a pair of tickets to, you know, uh, the, the ballet. That's, that's something I would like to do. Or go see a play. That would be fun for me. You have to be in tune with your girl. Well, look, I'm going to give you this example right here. I had a guy, you know what I'm saying, he... Um, he really paid attention to, you know, his girl at the time in their um, preliminary stages of the relationship. And she told him that uh, she always wanted uh, a bicycle with the curled handlebars with the pink ribbons and, like, the pink tires and the, the banana seat. And she never could get one when she was little because her parents couldn't afford it. And as she got older, she just, you know, she just never said anything about it because her parents could not afford it. So, yeah, he could have went and bought some roses, could have went and bought, you know, a necklace and bracelet and anything like that. You know, he did something that was different, but it meant something to her. And and when she walked in and saw the bike, it was like she was like a kid again. She started riding the bike all around the neighborhood and, you know, trying to pop a wheelie on it because she never had it. You know, she's 20-something years old doing this. And he did this for on Valentine's Day. Now, that's what I'm talking about. As far yes, as doing different but TV puts in front of you. No, I think no girl wants just like, well, some girls are, you know, materialistic where they just want the ring or they want something that they can show off with their girlfriends. Um but, you know, a lot of girls want you to be in tune to get them something that they like. And I guess that kind of leads into our second question. Like, as far as guys, like, what are some of the things that guys like from a guy's point of view? Like, to our ladies out there that are getting ready to prepare this week, you know, to get their Valentine's Day gift ready for their man, you know, what are your suggestions, Al? Well, you know, everybody know me, you know, like, you know, you can go to Belk and get me, like, two or three bow ties and I'm in the game. You know, that's what I want. <laughs> You know, or you can go and get me something that is dealing with my, you know, my filming equipment that I may need or something like that. Or, because, um, you know, me, I really don't wear jewelry that much. Now, I do like watches. So if I want to receive a nice watch, now, I don't wear flashy watches, but something that's very nice, subtle that I can wear anywhere, uh, yes, I would like. But something that I can utilize that is practical, um, that's what I want. You know, I don't want something that, you know, 
If she buy me like a necklace or something, something like that, I'm not gonna wear it. That's not me. So you know? let me ask you this. So what if what if, to the ladies like she just met the guy and they've just been dating, say like a month, and like she knows him and like, does she get him a gift or not, or does he does he get her a gift or what is there different levels? Because if I you know if I was your girl and we I bought some film equipment, you know we got to be deep into the game for me to be buying film equipment. But you know like is there different levels like for someone who's like new to dating or whatever for like different gift levels, I should say. Well, I think it um, I think it comes into the discussion of what you guys, as far as your expectations. You know, if the expectations calls for that, as far as if you guys discuss that, then possibly, yeah, you know, you don't want to go, go out and get her like a diamond ring or something like that now, but yeah, you know, maybe go get her some flowers, a bear, or maybe you can actually... Uh, make her a painting yourself or make her a cake or uh, make a fruit arrangement yourself, something that, you know, really didn't cost you anything to do. Yes. Yes, I would say do something like that because you don't want to jump all the way off in the deep end, you know, without how to swim in the south waters, man. You can't do that. That's just me. Not go get no homemade edible arrangement. I will be angry. Just don't get edible arrangement at all. Don't listen to Al on that front. Do not. But, you know, I was I was having a conversation with a coworker this week about edible arrangements. He was like, you know, he likes someone in our office, and he was like, well, I was, you know, why don't you get her edible, edible arrangement? And he was like, no. He was like, edible arrangements are expensive. And she's got to be giving up the goodies for me to be buying edible arrangements. So what do you think about that? Do you know how much an edible arrangement costs, Jen? Have you went <laughs> to the site and purchased one yourself? Because you're not going to get not... a fee going to the site and paying $20. That's not going to happen. Like, you're going to pay about 45 for a small arrangement. You know, you're not going to get away with it. You, I have to be giving up the goodies in order for her to get an edible arrangement. You just can't like me with the edible arrangement? I didn't say giving up the goodies. I'm just saying the price range of an edible arrangement means that somewhere around another, you know, we ain't, we ain't at second base. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm just saying. We ain't at second base for a 65 to 80-some dollar edible arrangement. That's like going to the restaurant and you ordering prime rib. And what? I'm getting, you know, I'm getting baked chicken. You know, I'm spending less than $15, but your plate costs $75. That ain't happening. Come on now, man. Do you hear yourself what you're saying? So in order for me, there's different levels so of expensive gifts. So you're equating your liking to me to money, Al? Like, no, if, if that's how you're liking a girl to money? I'm What's the limit? What's the first date limit? How much are you willing to spend? I put it this way. Put it this way. We lose on the front end anyway. You know why? Because we got to pay for the dates on the front end. We got to come... Come come pick y'all up nine times out of ten sometimes. Now some you know, sometimes y'all drive y'all on steps because y'all just don't know. But still we we're we're spending our money on gas, alright? We paying for the movies or the ballet or whatever we trying to go, we paying for all that. So we losing on the front end anyway. 
We investing on the front end. Y'all can come and get a free meal full and go home and sleep in y'all bed. We walk out the door and we got to talk to our boys. Our boys like, so what happened? And uh, she had to have. What do you mean then? And that is what drives feminism. That's what drives feminism, Al. Because women think that just because, you know, I'm going to be independent because in order for you to spend something on me or in order for you to feel like to give me a worthy gift, I have to be given the goodies or I'm I'm not worth, you know, a eighty dollar, I mean, a flower arrangement. Then I do it myself, and that's what dri- that kind of thinking is. What drives feminism? No, 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 no. I didn't say that. I said men lose on the front end, regardless. You not losing? What you losing? It's not. What you like? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Financially, I'm not saying emotionally and building the relationship type standard situation. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about financially. You know what I'm saying? So, of course, yes, every time, no matter what tax bracket you in, men going to lose financially on the front end because that's the way of the world now. We have to spend money to show you a good time. You know, we can't just go and do stuff for free no more. Some women don't, not not all women. I said some women don't want it. Not all women. You know, we can't just go and walk in the park and share a conversation. I'm gonna, you know, so they're gonna want to get full. You know, so y'all, y'all can do that. Y'all can go to a restaurant, get full, go home, be happy. What are we looking at? So, man, we just lost about forty-five, fifty dollars on one plate. No, you should think. You shouldn't think of it as a loss. You should think of it as I have made an investment, an initial investment in a potential relationship. All right. So, okay. So, with that initial investment. Are y'all gonna match that event, you know, investment financially too? If you got the right kind of girl, yes. Later on down the line, she will match your investment. So okay, so I, I'm just, I'm just speaking for you know other guys out there that may think that way. I'm not saying I do. I'm just saying in, in conversation, these, these are what guys talk about. We lose on the front end, and it's the truth, Jim. We do, we do, man. We lose on the front end. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I said, you know, y'all don't want to so go to McDonald's and, and sit down and eat. The guys. Let's talk about something to game for the guys. Now, we were talking about Real Housewives of Atlanta, and Peter, If I don't know if anybody, you know, out there listening to the show. And so Peter had a conversation of, you know, and Apollo, they were, you know, Apollo was dropping, you know, all this money at the strip club, da 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 is it is that a cool present for a girl to give you, or would that make you uncomfortable? Because I know a lot of girls, you know, plan an evening maybe at the strip club or maybe at, a, like, a certain kind of bar for their guys to take them out. Like, is that a cool thing to do, or is that, like, a taboo thing right. to do? Absolutely, uh, strip clubs? Yeah. Well, me, this is now, now this is my own personal opinion. You know, I'm going to give you my own personal opinion of that. Now, I've never been to a strip club. I never wanted to. Never had the desire to go to a strip club because I feel like, you know, whoever my woman is at the time or was at the time or whatever, she gonna give me what that girl at, at the strip club ain't gonna give me. Point blank. You know what I'm saying? Cheap. Like, <laughs> oh, no, it ain't got nothing to do with me being cheap because at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I, I don't. I mean that that don't do nothing for me. You know, I like for my woman to do it for me because it's gonna be more personal. You know, and she's going to do 
whatever, you know what I'm saying, like we desire together at home. You know, that that doesn't but that doesn't get to me. I see we got a caller on um on hold that's waiting, let's get this caller. Okay. Caller zero eight nine nine, you're live on the middleman talk show. Hello? Hello, how you doing? Oh good. I had a question. Yeah. Do you think do you think it's bad to to want a ring on Valentine's Day? I mean, well, what is the ring going to symbolize though? Because men view rings as a form of symbolism. You know that, right? I understand, but together for two years, you know, and I'll be, I, I, that's what I expect. It's but the I don't ring know on if the. Okay, well, I don't know if I'm it, asking it, for too much or what. Well, you said it's you the to you if he were to buy it. Yes. Yeah. I'm talking about we're engaged type conversation. Symbolism. Yeah. Well, you have to see where he's at. You got to see where he's at. I mean, two years, I mean, you know, you should know by now, you know, two years that, you know, this is going to be my woman. You know, nine to out of ten. I'm not trying to put my. I see we lost a caller, but um, how do you feel if about that? If you're listening, if you have been dating this guy for two years, it is definitely time to to expect a ring because either he's gonna give the ring at this point or he's not. And if that's something that you want and that's something that you need, don't short yourself by waiting for something that may not happen. You have to be honest with yourself and confront him. Where does this relate? It's time to have that conversation. Where is this relationship going? And if he's not showing you the signs of, you know, uh, you know, he's going to get you the ring, then, then maybe it's time to reevaluate. But also you have to understand that men think differently than we do. You know, I'll, you have to sometimes flash a sign and let him know I'm ready for this and to see if you guys are on the same page. And if you're not, then, you know, it's time to reevaluate what you want. What do you think, Al? Right. Most of I mean, a guy should know, you know, what he wants, you know, with a woman you know, after they, you know, after he get past that three to four month range, you know, after the, he gets past that, um, what I see, what's in front of me type situation, because we are visible and physical creatures, right? So once he gets past that and, and, and his emotion grows or whatever, I mean, he's going to know whether or not this woman could be a potential mother and wife for me, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, you definitely want to uh, have those conversations and, you know, if, you know, you're looking at this relationship as a potential marriage, you know, you want to have those conversations like, hey, you know, you know, I really love you. You know, I really want to see where this is going to go. Are you there with me? And, like, be sincere with it. You know, don't be, don't be forceful. Don't be threatening. And don't give no ultimatums and stuff like that because ultimatums can come into arguments. You know, you should never, you know, get to the point of where, like, you're frustrated or, or mad. You know, just be open and, and, and honest with that person. And if you love them, you will work with them and see where they are and help meet them where they are to get to get to where you want to be in the relationship. But now it's not a thing that, you know, no, 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 not in relationship. Women have to be honest because if it's two years and you put your cards on the table and you say, you know, hey, I'll be married, 
and either he's on that page or not. And if he's not on that page, you need to figure out if that's what, if you want to continue with this person. Right, but don't give ultimatum. That's what I'm saying because he can do the same thing when you guys get married. If you're not ready to have kids, well, if you ain't ready to have kids, then, you know, we're going to separate. He can do the same thing, right? So don't give, like, ultimatums. You know, you have no, to find no, a way no. of, of meeting each other together to get to the next level. And, you know, under God, if both of you guys have a spiritual relationship as well, you know, it will come. You know, you guys will get there. You know, you know he will drop down on that knee. But show him the signs that, hey, I'm your wife. You know, he should see that. He should believe that. And no other woman should matter. You know, no other woman, no matter how good she looks, like, it shouldn't even bother him because he knows what he got at home, you know. So if he, young lady who just called in, you know, I see you back, but if he sees that in you and you know he sees that in you, let him do it. Don't force him to do it because he will do a proposal that, you know, he may not be all genuine with or he may not do it in general. You know, let him do it, you know, but, but yes, have a conversation about it just to see where he's at. Definitely have a conversation about it, you know. Let him propose now. Let him drop down on that knee because that's what we have to do. We have to, you know, present the invitation. Y'all have to accept. So. And, like, I have, I have a friend that's chiming in. Um, thank you so much, Tamika, for listening out there. And she said that men don't take the time out to value investment. You know, men aren't taking the time out to, you know, take the investment of, you know, relationships seriously. And then, you know, a lot of times they're looking for the superficial and this and that, and they're not acknowledging, you know, their investment. And I know Valentine's Day, what we're talking about, is a time to acknowledge your girl, to let her feel special. Because... Al, basically, you guys are sometimes oblivious. I need to be told I'm pretty. I need to be given a gift. I need to be taken out on a special me date. Women need that. And when you don't give that, it, it just it does something to the relationship. Hey, guys need the same thing. You know what I'm saying? But we need it in, you know, in other aspects. But, but we need it in support, commitment, you know, and uh, you know, having our back and nobody did. You know, we need that as well, too. And, and yes, guys, you know, like, yeah. You know, when we say a nice little woman, we're going to be like, man, she's beautiful. Wow, you know, I don't want to see what she's talking about. You know, but like I told the other lady, once a guy gets past that beautiful month or whatever, and you guys have to talk to whether he's going to actually grow those so he should know whether or not, you know, it will be someone I want to be. Because, you know, like I said on previous shows, you only put, you know, certain categories. You're either a, a, a friend, a one I can have with, a potential partner for a relationship, husband and wife, or a person you just here and there. That's it. You know, like, there is no other category. You know what I'm saying? So, you have to reevaluate where you are in those categories. But if you present yourself as... Hey, Shaniqua with her booty out in the club, then that's what you guys don't look to hey. <laughs> If you present yourself as a Shaniqua who comes in, you know, 
not with her booty out and, and is professional and has a good conversation on it because, you know, real men are attracted to women who, who have good conversation. You know, we're not, you know, yes, we see beautiful women all day, but that don't mean her intelligence follows that. So intelligence goes a long way with real men. I, I need, not not the N-word, because there's a difference, you know what I'm saying, so... Well, I don't really think they do. They they have their stipulations too. A lot of men want the yeah. super, a lot of the superficial things too. But I think we have a collar. All right. You want to take that? Hello, you're not live on the middleman talk. Do you have a comment? Mm, yeah. Um, your hostess was talking about she needs to be told she's pretty and she needs this and she needs that. What do you bring to the table that satisfies the needs of men? I'm going to be the woman that he needs. I'm going to be my role. I'm going to know how to play my role, whether that is cooking him dinner, whether that is supporting him, whether that is supporting him and his dreams and his aspirations, whether that is encouraging him or whether that is telling him every night that it's going to be okay. That's what I provide as a woman. And so, you know, I need backup too. And a lot of times we are those kind of women are forgotten. Those kind of women are a lot of men get into the home drama of you know that's just expected. You know, it's my dinner is here. I don't acknowledge it. You know, I, you know you're always encouraging me or finding things to encourage my business or my dreams or you know my aspirations. And a lot of men take advantage of that and don't acknowledge their backbone. So who needs a woman when the man's on the on the way up? Just because you're around to bask in his reflective glory as his business or as his career is shooting up, who needs you? Any man worth his coup needs a woman. Yeah, but who needs that particular type of woman? Any woman can be found to do that. That doesn't take a woman to do that. Every strong man in history from the very beginning, every strong man But a man has a choice of any of those women to do it. What makes any particular woman special? Just to say, well, hey, look, I like the fact that your your business is growing. Well, no kidding. But a man needs a woman when he's on the way down or when his business is faltering or if he's suffering some sort of calamity in his life. To have a woman come along. But the thing is, when you say I'm encouraging him, a man doesn't need your encouragement. He's going to go up with or without you. What he needs is a woman to support him when he is when his business or his career is faltering. So to say I'm there during the good times doesn't mean anything to a man. And I think whether it's the good times or the bad times, that's what kind of encouragement I was implying. Whether you're, you know, you, you had a bad day or your business is not going the way you want it to, or you have some dream that you aren't there yet. A woman, the right woman, is going to stand behind you and help you with your dream. She's going to help you. How are you going to do that? Well, it just depends on what the dream is. Do I have to get, if it's a landscaping a dream, do I have to get down in the dirt and help you do it? Do I have to help well, you do your business? Well, I mean, if you're not, then, then you I have, have of course, now, okay. look, if, if a man has a landscaping business and you're going to say, how did your business go today? Well, my business went good today. Well, that's great, honey. Who cares? That's an encouragement. It's to encourage, again, if somebody is already on the way up, that's not encouragement. Well, you know, it is encouragement. 
to rub your man on the back and tell him he's doing a good job or to encourage him, you know, do you want to take your business to another, you know, to, to broaden But any woman can do that. As a matter of fact, every woman wants to do that. That's not what a man needs. That's what a woman needs. A woman needs a man who's on the way up. A man needs a woman who's there regardless of whether or not he's on the way up or not. And that's what women do. Women are there from you from the beginning to the end to the rise to the fall. Well, you had a a survey of women a couple of weeks ago, and 75% of them said they would not never date a man who's unemployed. And when a man and a woman are in marriage, and that marriage falls apart because the man is unemployed, all of a sudden the woman wants out of the marriage. So that's not true. No, that's not all women. I know plenty of women who, I know professional women that date blue-collar guys that may not have as much money. I know women who don't value that at all. All they want is someone to, to have their back and to love and care for them as they love and care well, for that's their what men. That's what men do. You see, that's the way we are. I, that's the way we are through our DNA, and that's the way we are conditioned. We're the protectors and the providers. If you talk to men instead of talking theory, then you'll find out what men really want. Okay? Well, I'm asking you, what, what does a man want? What does what? Yeah. What does a man want? A man wants appreciation, true appreciation. A man wants somebody who is there to have his back when things are going wrong. You notice when, let's say, a boxer wins a, um, a boxing match, how the girl always tr- always um, jumps into the ring and always likes to hug her boyfriend or her husband. When the poor guy loses a fight, you never see the chick around. That's the way most well, women that's, are. That's not true. It that's is true. true. Talk to well, men. Uh, uh, I can well, I can see. Women. I can I can understand. You know. You know. You know where he's coming with that because, I mean, even you know when Floyd Mayweather just lost. I mean, you know, his, you know, girlfriend at the time, whatever, before, you know, he broke up with or whatever, you know, she didn't jump in. I mean, I didn't see her there. But in previous times, I mean, he always had someone by his side, you know, and stuff like that. But that is a, you know, good example. And I do understand, you know, your comment. Please, uh, uh, I definitely appreciate your comments and your your questions uh, um, on the call. Um, He definitely... um, he definitely did give some, um, you know, some good, some good information and no, things like that. That's exactly uh, what I said. I said that men, uh, it, you know, women comment. want to be that type of support for it, men, and that's that. What he said, y'all want. That's exactly uh, what I said. Well, 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 I, I was finished with my comment though. But you can't base that, you know, based on you know every woman, like you just said, because a lot of women are not like that. But you have some. Like you said, that that are now whether or not that particular survey uh, was based on um, women who are in different tax brackets, we don't know. Or whether it's women based on um, who are in a higher tax bracket than others, you know, that argument could be you know looked at. But we don't know what type of tax bracket these type of women are and what their upbringing came from. So, so yes, that particular survey, you know, is 
you know, surveys, you know, are good. Sometimes they are limited or whatever, but a lot of times they are good, you know, as far as for, you know, arguments and uh, feedback um, and stuff like that. So, but, you know, but yeah. We've talked about this before, and I've said it over and over, and you and KG and Nick never believe me, but I don't think uh, some women are materialistic. Don't get me wrong. They will not date a, a certain guy unless he can provide certain things financially. Some sure. women are like that. I will admit that. But a lot of times, guys are just as prejudiced when it comes to financial. They have problems dating women who make more money than them. A lot of times, like a lot of women say, okay, I'm going to go for a guy that doesn't make as much money as me. But the guy is the one who has the problem with it. It's the man, not the the woman. Well, I mean, yes, that is true in some cases, but not all cases. I mean, because... You know, you have a lot of guys that are coming up that do understand that, you know, you have women that are achieving more now. You know, they are getting into, you know, the six-figure salaries and are making more than the man. But as long as it's not thrown in that male's face, as long as she understands that, you know, yes, my man is with me, I make more money than him, but don't belittle him because of what he does or what he chose to major in in college or what he chose to start his own business in. Because, you know, we're going to do what we love to do regardless anyway. You know, however much money we make off of it. You know, um, you know, I wasn't blessed with a, you know, a multi-million dollar, you know, salary. You know, I, I love helping people. So I'm not going to make a million dollars. You know, so that's just me. You know, but yes, I have my other side businesses that I utilize to make money as well too. And, of course, you know, my significant other, you know what I'm saying, she's going to support me along the way, you know, with that, you know. So, yes, we do have this day and age where women are making more than men. Some men may feel, you know, self-conscious about it, but it may be due to their upbringing. Maybe their father was the one who was the breadwinner at their house, and their mother wasn't, whatever. And now, you know, they're in college and, you know, they're dating a nurse, she Lo and behold, because a nurse practitioner or dating a, a future lawyer, you know, in, in in undergrad, and now she's in law school now. So, I mean, like you can't plan for that, you know. Yeah. We all have different yeah. paths and stuff. Like that, so. It's interesting, you know, we'll explore it further. I think this month in February we're dedicating to love here at the Middleman. So, you know, we're definitely going to dive in deeper, you know, as the shows go on into love and to money yeah. and, and how they make. All right. All right. So good show today. You know, we definitely appreciate all our um, callers and the people who listen to the Middleman Talk Show today. Everyone who will go back and uh, archive this this uh, episode and um, listen to it and send it out to their friends as well. We definitely appreciate that. Like I said, today is part two of the perception of Valentine's Day. We did talk about other aspects of love as well and relationship as well, too. Great comments, good callers as well, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'd like to give a shout-out to the caller that from today, the gentleman that called. You tune in next week because I'm going to have some better statistics for you as far as, you know, what we were discussing. So, you know, we'll we'll go a little bit deeper with that. Most definitely, most definitely. So um, if you're in the Nashville area next month, we will be, the middle man will be at the Southern Entertainment Awards next month. We uh, do look to bring home that award for Radio Personality of the Year. 
from the Southern Entertainment Awards. We definitely appreciate it, everyone who voted for the Middleman uh, talk show uh, this past time. And uh, we hope to um, I made for other awards and other other award shows as well too, as well too. So we're going to keep the Middleman Show going for everyone who who loves us, who continue to uh, download and listen to us every week, and um, definitely tune in to Talk of the Town this Thursday. We have a uh, great conversation that we're going to do this Thursday um, at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, have some um, some potential guests that we're going to have come on this show on uh, Thursday as well too. And uh, like I said, tune in for another Middleman Talk Show. It's coming Sunday, next Sunday. Excuse me, next Sunday we're going to have another show as Jen said about love, and uh, we may get a little bit down and dirty on this next show. You know, we really need to talk about things. So, so yeah. uh, Jen, got anything else? No, no. I have everyone have a great week, and you know I'll see you tomorrow. And hey, if you are in the southeast, you know be careful tomorrow night because they're predicting another snowstorm. And so I want everyone to be safe and careful, as we said at the beginning of the show. And like we said, tune in next week, and we're definitely going to get a little bit dirty. And hopefully, our other co-hosts will be in to join with us. All right, then we go. All right, see you everybody. The middle man shouted, beat Chris shouted. Yeah. Now I ain't sure what you was tuning in to. We'll pay attention to the real talk. What we here for? Go take a listen time out. Take a minute. Shout in and learn some. Put your mind to grind the world. You destined to earn some. Linda, yeah. Comment on what you hear. Let's figure out this master plan and put this thing in gear. Don't matter if you hood or you corporate. Don't get you got a will to do way better than you were doing. Well, then you fortunate. Take a stand. Stop complaining about what you ain't got. Hating on the next man cause he was dying to wreck shop every sunday tune in go live 6 p.m blog talk radio.com the middle me hey what's happening the middle me hey what's happening the middle man hey what's happening blog talk radio.com the middle me Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.